When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can only eat so many mushrooms before a show. Hello, y'all, and welcome to Jackalope Tales, Urban Legends, and Music, where we uncover, is it real or is it a jackalope tale? I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Umbarger. And also with us today are our production crew, Jenny. Hello. Jeannie. Hi. Natalie. Hello. And on the board, our favorite cousin, Sam. Oh, we are related. Cuz! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the reason why Sam is our cousin today is because... Cuz. Cuz. Oh! This episode, we're going to talk about musicians that are keeping it all in the family. Yes. So, um, we're going to talk about Iron Maiden uh-huh. and uh, all of their children that are doing musical things. Cool. Some good, some bad. And uh, the very mood-swinging Judds. Oh, when we were talking about this episode, you said, why don't you do the Judds? And I'm like, God, you just gave me some lame kind of subject matter. But no, they're nuts. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, you talk about appreciating your own life. Right. Wait until you hear the Judds. Right. It's like, it's like watching Jerry Springer. Oh, God. Where you, you watch it and go, I'm doing okay. I, I think I'm doing all right today. Good analogy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> But, you know, we have a musical lineage. So Mm -hmm. my dad was in a band called The Giants in the 50s. They had a regional hit called Tornado. Yeah, you have some pictures of him back then. It's really cool to see. Uh, His band's in the Rockabilly Hall of Fame. Yeah. But you also have a musical lineage. I do. Uh, Your dad was uh, the tour manager for Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Yes, he was. And uh, your sister was a backup singer for T-Bone Burnett. Yes, I know. So, uh, I mean, there is some musical ability yeah. within the family. So did your dad help you with your musical career at all? or uh, He was encouraging about it. It wasn't where it was like, son, go in there and play your guitar for a couple hours. No, it was just where I was like, yeah, I think I might want to play guitar. And right. then he's like, okay. So kind of just... Didn't uh, dissuade me from it. Right. But let me do it. Right. So, yeah. And my dad was real supportive as well. Oh, like, he I didn't know. Push me. Your dad was real it. supportive because he would, I mean, gosh, all the uh, things we would do back in the toady days, he'd come to him and he had that shirt on, the I hope you die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed every time I saw him with that shirt on. Okay. The most freakish thing is when my dad showed up at a show and he had a airbrushed picture of my of me no. on the front of the show. <laughs> oh, oh no just like he'd been to the beach and then right. Right. he was like on the boardwalk and he got a picture of me in my hockey jersey oh airbrushed shit. In shirt. no like, what the hell are you guys doing how much did you pay for that crap <laughs> did it even look like you it did no <laughs> Ah, that's great. That's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. I wish I knew where that went because I would wear it. Yeah. But then I was like so embarrassed. They were like, take a picture of us in our shirts. Because my mom had one, too. And uh, I was like, no. Oh. Nope. No. 
I never had a shirt that cool. I know, right? I actually even... I think I saw that picture. I think I've seen that somewhere. Oh, good Lord. Oh, we got to find that. I haven't seen it. When was it? When did this happen? It was back in the toadies days. It would have been like (laughs) 94, 95. Okay, yeah. I think I've seen a picture of this. Oh, God. I was one of those idiots. I went to the beach and I actually bought the shirt that said, I'm with stupid. (laughs) 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 With an arrow pointing to the left or right. (laughs) Well, it depended on the mood I was in, which which person I wanted to point out as stupid. I think they should make those, but for dudes and the arrow just points down. (laughs) Uh, It could be done. Yeah, yeah. We might have, or a... just an arrow pointing up and down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a merch idea. Yeah, <laughs> right. With jackalope on the back. Oh uh, man, I don't really think that that my dad helped me with my musical career, except that he was encouraging. Yeah, and um, uh, we're gonna talk about some of those encouraging parents because uh, oh, today. Well, you might have encouraging, and sometimes there's. Bad, encouraging, or discouraging. Okay, so we're, we're going to get both ends of the spectrum. We're going to fill the gamut all right. with all this detail. We're going to start with encouraging then, and so I'm going to start, start with, on a happy note. Let's yeah. do Iron Maiden first. <laughs> let's, let's start, start with on Iron a Maiden. happy note with Iron Maiden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Iron Maiden has had a long and stellar career. Um, they started in 1975, and they're still going, which is incredible. Oh my God! Right? Yeah. And they've had several lineup changes, and yep. Bruce Dickinson was in, Bruce Dickinson was out, Bruce Dickinson is back in, so Bruce yep. is the singer. I'm pro-Bruce, so anything without Bruce I really didn't like too much. Oh, yeah. In high school, I remember hearing um, the number of the beast, yeah. and that was where it sucked me in. Well, I'm going to admit that I was kind of late to the game hmm. for Iron Maiden. Yeah? When I first heard Run to the Hills. Yeah. That was when I was like, holy crap, who is this band? And what, that bass line. Oh, the bass that, line, the gallop sound. Yeah, and that oh, galloping, thunderous yeah. bass line. But I couldn't get into Iron Maiden before that because their album covers look like, you know, a 12-year-old drew, drew them in <laughs> school detention. Yeah, Eddie yeah. The, was the name of the character. Yes. Yeah. The, the, they, they just look like a, you know, a 12-year-old boy drew them in detention hall. <laughs> And so I couldn't get over that because I thought it was just stupid and moronic. Oh, see, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> and, and then I thought it was hilarious and great. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, live they have the big skeleton oh, the big Eddie, Eddie in the back. Oh, the big Eddie Right. So Iron Maiden's kids, their kids are doing like all sorts of stuff. Really? And collaborations and, and, um, wow. and had pretty good success. So, okay. So let's start with the basis for Iron Maiden, Steve Harris. Yep. His daughter, Lauren Harris, opened up uh, shows on Somewhere Back in Time and the Final Frontier Tours. So she had a little band and was doing some stuff. And let's face it, she got the gig because dad was the bass player for Iron Maiden. Mm -hmm. She does not sing poorly. Yeah. It's just kind of meh. Because I went and listened to some of her stuff. She's got a new project that she's working with uh, Dave Stewart. Do you know who Dave Stewart is? Yeah, of Eurythmics. Yes, of the Eurythmics. So I was like, shit, this has got to be pretty good. I love Dave Stewart, and I think he's really great in the studio. Big time producer. Right. He's a great writer, Mm -hmm. really good producer. And this new project is called Kingdom of I. So I I went to the internet and looked it up, and it's horrible. Oh, no. Even with Dave messing with it? It is so bad. No. It's so bad. Oh, God. It's so bad. It's like she's phoning it in. 
Um, The songs are A, poorly written, B, poorly produced, which I did not expect from Dave Stewart. And it's just passionless. God. I mean. It was bad. I'm surprised he let his name be put on it. Right. Okay. And so I went back and and tried to find some footage of her performing with... uh, Iron Maiden, and after a few minutes, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not having any luck with this, right? I don't care. It's horrible. I don't even want to mm-hmm. hear what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. So um, she's also doing some other stuff too, like fashion and uh, oh. stuff. So hopefully, she takes a turn and does something else because music is not her deal. Not the forte. Move right? on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so his son is in a a project that's actually stayed around for longer. They've been around for like a decade. And they also opened for Iron Maiden. (laughs) Oh, God. Because he's trying to give his kids a foot up, you know. (sighs) Yeah. And they are called the Raven Age. Okay. And they sound a lot like a lot of metal bands in the 80s. They're yeah. very generic. Yeah. Um, when they're using the word Raven in their title. Right. Oh, that just screams. Right. 80, 80s high school. Yeah. Yep. He did, <laughs> he did not pass his musical genes onto his kids oh. at all. They're just kind of. Oh, no. They're very bland. So oh. when you think of English food. Yeah. <laughs> that's Mr. Harris's kids. Got it. Now, okay. uh, there was a drummer. For Iron Maiden, yeah. Doug Sampson. And he was only with the band from 1978 to 79. Mm, whoa. But his son, George Sampson, was a singer and a street dancer, and he won second place in Britain's Got Talent. What? Oh, my God. So I just wonder, like, the street See? dancing thing and how the guys I'm... in Iron Maiden <laughs> think about it. Well, I'm, hopefully he didn't open for Iron Maiden. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) comes out and lays down a piece of cardboard and And does like electric boogaloo. He was like, it's the motion of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's why the drummer was only there a year. (laughs) It was so bad. He's a cute kid. I saw him. Okay. He actually is talented and he is doing some singing now as well. But um, since dad's not with the band, he's probably not going to open oh, no. for Iron Man yeah. anytime soon. <laughs> nope. He got ousted with his dad. Oh. Now, singer Bruce Dickinson's son Griffin is in a metalcore band called Shapes. Okay. They're tricking up their name. So yeah. the A in Shapes, they oh. put it as an upside down V, uh, I mean, as a V, so it looks like an upside down A. Oh, but it's pronounced no. shapes. So I went and listened to some of their stuff, and oh. I actually kind of like some of it. No kidding. So it's pretty huh. generic metalcore. The thing that makes it stand out, yeah. is when he does the the rap part. Oh no, it's rap got, metal. Yes, well, oh. you know, because that's what all the kids are doing now. Oh. <laughs> all the kids are doing. All the kids it. are doing rap metal, yeah, yeah. and. uh so when he does the rap parts, he's got a very, very British accent, and I just kind of like it. <laughs> it's so different. And I was like, oh, the music sucks, but listen to the accent. Wow. It's nice. It was kind of soothing. Right. Like uh, having a British person right. talk to you. Makes me want to have some tea. <laughs> Hot tea, tea and cookies? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. In the afternoon. Biscuits. Is there biscuits? Oh, yes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of like that. It just kind of hits you in a little nice way. Right. And the, they have some nicely produced videos as well that I saw on YouTube. Whoa. So I, I kind of liked them. They, they ha- might have a little something there. 
Definitely more than Mr. Harris's kids. Okay. Definitely. Oh, God. But the one that I'm most impressed with is uh, guitarist Yannick Gers. Okay, yeah. And excuse me if I'm mispronouncing his name, but I'm pretty sure it's Yannick Gers. We're going with Yannick then. Right. So, Mr. Yannick. (laughs) 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 So, so Yannick is, is pretty new. To Iron Maiden. He hasn't been with the band very long. No, just the past few years. Right. But he has a son named Dylan, and he's doing some really cool stuff with Tom York's son, Noah. What? Yeah, so it's got two powerhouse dads. Holy with crap. Kids doing yeah. some stuff. Yeah. And um, their first song that they did was this song called Red Skies. Red Everyone Skies go check out night. that song. It's actually really good. It's just, What's the name of their band? Do they remember? don't even have a band name. Uh, if you it's look just up their names, yeah. If you look up Dylan Gers, okay, or um, Noah huh. York, you, this song will pop up. It's just this pretty collaboration, and it's very etheric guitar. Um, really, classically trained, obviously guitar. But so it's, it's almost like mixing Iron Maiden and Radiohead, dude. Wow. It's so good. Holy crap! I actually really like it. If they put out more music than just this one song. I would buy the record. Wow. Yeah, I kind of liked it. It was it was nice. The vocals were nice. The production was nice. So, so far, Yannick is winning in really the is. gene pool for yeah. kids musicians in this band. They're flourishing. Yeah. So, I know parents can't pick a favorite child. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, although my parents did love me best. <laughs> I'm pretty positive. Uh, at least my siblings always told me that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They held a grudge, didn't they? <laughs> Sorry, you guys. <laughs> I, know my, I know my siblings listen. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me? Right? Yo. Hey, hey, one note. Like, he's the newest member of Iron Maiden, but he's been in the band for like 33 years. Yeah. New is relative in Iron Dang. Maiden years. There was a rumor circulating for a while that three of the members of Slipknot were children of members of Iron Maiden. Oh, no, did you yeah. hear that? No, I don't think but... that one is true. I think that's a jackalope tale. Uh, but there was I also that... heard that strangely. Right? Isn't wow. that stra- that's just weird? No, because Slipknot sucks. Oh yeah. Can I say that? Wait, Sam, do you like them? I do not. And they're from uh, Iowa. Yeah, I think so. Some town. Ta- they are from that, some state. One like of their that. albums. Yeah, I think they are from just one of those states where not much happens. Right. It's Slipknot happens. That's what happens. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to pick Slipknot, but no. I think the best thing that's happening out of Iron Maiden's uh, crotch fruit is uh, <laughs> it's got to be Dylan. Dylan Gers, man, you got to listen to this song. I'm going to listen Skies. to that. I will listen to that. I'm very curious to hear it. But yeah, the the dancer was a close second. And yeah. you know the, the um, Bruce's son yeah. in Shapes. It's fun to listen to some British rap metal stuff. <laughs> Go and listen. To it. I want to know what people think. I, yeah. I want to know what people think about it. I'll listen to it. All of y'all listen to it. And then and give me your feedback because I wouldn't know. Yeah. But I was a little transfixed by the English accent. I got to hear this. For, yeah. I'm going to make you listen to it. I mean, an home. accent really does a lot. It does. It, it can make a conversation. They could be sh- shouting curse words at you. And you're right. like, God, that's so eloquent. Yeah. I, I love when they called me a bitch in, <laughs> in Russian. <laughs> Tell me again to suck it. Well, yeah. well, so, bitch in Russian is suka. 
Oh, it sounds really? sweet. Oh, hi, hi Suka. Suka. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound sweet, right? Speaking of sweet, ah, uh, is hear about it my the turn? Judds. Oh, the Judds and sweetness. Oh, another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, let me go ahead and start off with a trigger warning. And uh, let me mention just a couple things because we are going to be talking about mental health mm-hmm. and suicide. So all of y'all just on a serious note, if you or someone you know is struggling with mental health, please contact the National Alliance on Mental Illness Helpline at 1-800-950-6264. Or if you or anyone you know is having suicidal thoughts, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K. Thanks, Charles. Definitely. Now to get into this. So the Judds, one of country music's most enigmatic families, they're one of the most popular country acts in the 80s. They were made up of the mother, Naomi Judd, and daughter Winona Judd. They were even honored at one time with an exhibit in the Country Music Hall of Fame. So they've really done a lot with country music. And then, not music related, but remember, Naomi has another daughter, Ashley Judd, who is Golden Globe and Emmy-nominated actress. So they're a pretty talented family. Yeah. Well, the Judds signed to RCA Records in 1983, and they released six albums between then and 1991. But there was a lot of drama and crazy stuff for the family. Naomi, the mother, Mm -hmm. was 18 when she gave birth to daughter Winona. But Winona's dad was Naomi's old boyfriend while Naomi was married to someone else. And just to give you an idea, Winona's dad... Uh, when Naomi told him she was pregnant, he was like, well, best of luck to you. So Naomi really just knew she wasn't going to be able to get any support on that. So Well, she was married. Well, I know that, too. So there she was no like, support whatsoever. Uh, yeah, she soon divorced her husband and moved with Winona to Los Angeles, and they lived on welfare while they were there. Eleven years later, they moved to Tennessee, and they began to perform together. They kind of had a little musical ability that they wanted to kind of work on and Mm -hmm. improve, maybe seeing this as the opportunity to make the life better. They did something right because four years later after that, RCA signed them to the record deal. Now, by the end of their career as a duo, Winona and Naomi's personalities really started to differ. Naomi was the extroverted stage presence, sometimes songwriter, ambitious businesswoman who steered the group's career, And she also pushed Winona to keep realizing her talent. That's where we were saying earlier, encouraging, but not necessarily good for you, encouraging. Winona was quiet and reserved and ended up rebelling more and more forcefully against her mom. 
As a result, they both decided to pursue their own solo careers. So that's how their career okay. together ended. So it's not just rock and roll that has all the problems. No, no, you're right. It can go across the board. It hits country even. Now, some other things that have happened. So later on after they split up, Winona, in 2007, her second husband was arrested on child sexual assault and battery charges. Oh, gosh. I mean, you talk about yeah. where you just start appreciating your life. They had been married four years when this happened. Winona later claimed she knew of this issue, but married him anyway, hoping she could change him. Ugh. Bad plan. Changing never works. No. No. Uh, five days after his arrest, they divorced. So okay. she got out of that. Now, poor Winona. It just keeps going. Uh, later in 2012, Winona wed a guy named Cactus. Only Winona's kids and Cactus's kids were at the wedding. She didn't invite Naomi or Ashley. And the weird thing about it is they all live on the same property, like a big acreage. Uh, she said that she didn't invite her mom because her self-esteem would have been plummeted. Her mom would have given her Kleenex to stuff in her bra. <laughs> Or would have told her she had something in her teeth. So that's how the, that's how she was feeling about her mom at the time. Now, going into Naomi's life, that wasn't an easy one either. I mean, we've already touched on quite a few subjects of that right. were really tough for her, understandably. But in 2016, she opened up about dealing with severe depression. Mm -hmm. She claimed the mental illness was so severe, no medication would treat it. They tried, but they couldn't get it under control. Naomi said there were many times she'd come home from the road and just stay in her house weeks on end, not getting out of her pajamas and not even practicing normal hygiene. Well, maybe she's <laughs> the one who had something in her teeth. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you had to have. I know. And not practicing even normal hygiene. Yeah, I don't, so. I don't, I don't even want to think about that. I know. Because I have an issue when I get up and I'm like, oh, man. I got that morning breath. I got to do something about that right. first. So uh, during her time in Nashville, because remember, they moved in uh, L.A. and then they came to Nashville. Right. Naomi worked as a nurse. And at one point, she was accidentally stuck by a dirty needle. In 1991, a doctor diagnosed her with hepatitis C and was given three years to live. Oh, my God. I know. She got on medication, and she was one of the very few percentages that was able to beat it. And then in April of 2022, Naomi committed suicide due to her struggles from her mental health. She died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and it was the day before the Judds were to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Wow. So I remember when that happened. Yeah. And when Nona posted on Twitter something about her mom and... I mean, they seem so happy. Their songs were happy. They were, they were very wholesome. And their relationship was getting better, all three of them, before that happened. But, God, can you imagine thinking, hey, tomorrow we're going to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, and then that happens. Right. So I can't even imagine it for them. But just a couple other things that have happened with Winona. She's been uh, ruthlessly hounded by the tabloids for her body weight. Sure. So yeah. she's suffered from weight issues, 
with all of her panic attacks and things like that. She's had a devastating car crash, a blood clot being found in her lungs. That's what made her decide to try and get better and lose weight and become healthier. Good. Um, cactus, uh, good old Cactus. Mm-hmm. He and Winona were riding on their own motorcycles one day just on a joyride. He lost control and hit a car that was coming the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. and his leg had to be amputated. And as crazy as it has been for the family, they had been able to put an end to quite a few of the issues with each other. Right. And they did become a more tight-knit, bonding family prior to Naomi's suicide. So, Can you imagine being in a band with all that kind of pressure with your mom? I can't. I mean... It's tough enough to live with family <laughs> than right. to make it your occupation also. I cannot. I mean, I love my mom. She was wonderful. She of took course. care of me. But that's who I went to bitch about being on the road oh. or like to talk about stuff. Or she would make me a good, wholesome dinner yeah. when we came back off a tour. I don't want her any part of what was going on on the road. No, there's a time for that. And then there's a time for family. Because I... I don't know. We could have a jackalope episode of all the parents and kids, like Britney Spears and family, and then um, yeah, it, I, mean, I just don't think that careers and family mix very well. I mean, there's so many. We've talked about them before. Oasis. Mm-hmm. There, there are some good examples of family together in bands. Mm-hmm. But, right. Uh, siblings. Right. Uh, the Partridge Family. The, well, <laughs> uh, ACDC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Brothers. Yeah. Good example. Brothers in rock. Yeah. But there's not, there's more examples of this didn't go too well. And uh, like with Oasis, I mean, they don't really get along. They might love each other. And we even talked about oh, it. Oh, they don't love another, each other. In another episode, the, right. da- the Davies brothers or the Kinks. Yep. Again, they love each other as brothers, but they hate each other. And look at um, Marriage of Abba. Weren't mm. there two couples in Abba? Yes. That didn't last. Nope. That didn't happen either. Fleetwood Mac, although they oh, got some great God. freaking material. <laughs> Holy cow. All those songs about uh, who was sleeping with Stevie. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. So they weren't related by blood. They were related by marriage. So that's oh. a little different. Mm-hmm. So this is why Stevie Nicks will always trump Taylor Swift to me. Because she sings about her exes in front of her exes. They're in the band. It makes them <laughs> right? play on the album. Right. They're on the album and she's singing about what a jackass they are. Right. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, not that there's anything. I don't, I'm not a Taylor Swift lover or hater. But either way, like all these songs about her exes, she's not making them play guitar next to her. That, that That's like real. That's like next level. Right. If she got John Mayer to play on the album. Yeah. On the song about him. Yeah. And what is she going to write about now, about how her boyfriend fumbled the ball? I mean, she's dating the Kansas City chief guy. Right. Oh, God. He's a tight end. (laughs) There's way too many jokes there. I'm not going to knock Taylor Swift for the trail of dead behind her. (laughs) Because I think she's done pretty good with it. Yeah, Yeah, no judgment to Taylor Swift. Don't have an opinion either way. But like Stevie Nicks is... Oh. That's next level shit right there. And see, that's another jackalope. Because she's a we're, witch. We're going to tuck that one in our back pocket. Yep. But in our now, tight end. I'm sad for the Judds. I know. 
The soothing sounds of the kazoo. Yep. Welcoming the one star. Can only mean one thing. Yep. The one thing. The Lone Star Star Salute. salute. You got it. Always love that. And this is where we we read any one-star review of anything musical. It can be an album. It can be a show. It could be whatever. Something music-related. Right. And someone didn't like it. I'm going to start. Okay. So uh, the son of Mr. Harris... And Iron Maiden. Oh, the, the one band. that's not very good. Right, the Raven Age. Yes, okay. Um, this is a review of their live show in Copenhagen, Denmark. And I didn't write who wrote the uh, review, so I'm just going to read it. Okay. The Raven's Age are best known for featuring Iron Maiden's bass guitarist, Stephen Harris's son. Okay. They've been around for over a decade and been on a number of very high-profile tours, but have failed to bring anything interesting to the table. Ten years, and nothing has changed. (laughs) They continue to perform the same bland songs at the same bland pace. (laughs) They are bland. No growth, no creativity. This band is a giant yawn, and the only (laughs) thing they have is a name that a guy's dad gave him. (laughs) Time to throw in the towel, mates. You got nothing. Oh. Ouch. That's hardcore. I don't know why. <laughs> Hopefully he can move on in life after that kind of review. Right. Oh. This is why you don't read your reviews, Oh, my people. God. You're not kidding. Don't do it. Well, hopefully Winona didn't read this one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is about Winona Judd's Christmas album. Uh, The title of the review is A Hellish Holiday Disaster. Oh boy, where do I even begin with this festive dumpster fire? (laughs) Winona Judd's Christmas album is the auditory equivalent of a long, agonizing trip to the underworld. (laughs) (laughs) If you're looking to have your holiday spirit crushed under the boots of torment, congratulations, this album will deliver just that. In short, if you want to celebrate Christmas with a side of existential dread, then Winona Judd's Christmas album is the perfect gift. I understand that some people hate Christmas music. I'm not one. I I don't like it if it starts before Thanksgiving. Well, I just, I don't understand. We're just really piling on the Judds today. Like you guys just talked about <laughs> How awful it was. It was like, and take that. But you know what? It was actually really hard to find a negative review of the Judds. I mean, I had to dig and dig. Well, that should say something. It does. It does. They definitely have a loyal base. But you know, you're always going to piss one person off. Right. To where they think that you've started, you've opened up the hell fire. (laughs) I know. A festive dumpster fire. (laughs) Maybe they listened to this album in July. I don't know. I mean, most times, okay, most (laughs) Christmas albums are pretty horrible. It's Christmas music. It's meant for a time and space. And you you insert there and it lives in that place. But you don't really, you're not kicking baby Jesus in the crotch most of the time. So usually I I would guess that there's not a whole lot of negative reviews of a Christmas album, which that one is just like. It was scathing. They hate Christmas and they're like 
So All it does is drag them into hell. So you've got you've got bland and boring today, and I've got burning hellfire dumpster. <laughs> I've got blisters. Shit going on over here. I got oh, blisters. <laughs> blisters from opening my packages. <laughs> Listen, uh, we don't want to hear about how you get blisters when you're messing with your package. <laughs> That's where is, the bow goes. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very uplifting episode. Oh, yeah. Got it. <laughs> now let's recap I mean, these. It is. Uh, let's recap sad these mumbles. stories. <laughs> let's recap them. <laughs> if you so, didn't get them all the first time, we're going to recap them for you. So I got a jackalope tail within mine. So the slipknot. Uh, oh yeah. 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 So so with Iron Maiden, all of their kids, all their little crotch roots, they've they've done <laughs> <Crotch> things. Crotch roots. <laughs> so that's good. Um, but Slipknot, that is a jackalope tail. Yeah. Um, that is not true. But all of these other things I mean, it's verified. I mean, you can check the check YouTube. Yeah. You can watch their videos and yeah. see how bad they suck, except for Red Skies. Go look at that one. I know. I gotta remember Dylan that Gers, one. That one's good. So most of that's real. Yeah. Um, Slipknot, not. And, I mean, the Judds, it's so real because it's so sad. You want uh, it to be a jackalope You want it tale. to be a, yes. Maybe just a handful of things happened to someone in their life, but it's like every turn they took was something jacked up. So... Sad life, uh, but definitely challenging. They've persevered. Well, we're yeah. rooting for Ashley and Winona. I know. I mean, it sounds like they're in a better place, so I hope so. Are but. you talking about Naomi in heaven? Yeah, yeah. She's in a better place. Yeah. Oh, God. Her struggles. Gosh. I know. Can't right. even begin. Wow, that wasn't really the happiest of endings that we wanted, but it was the happy ending <laughs> to our show. Yeah, that's right. We do call it happy ending. <laughs> so we'd like to A thank everyone. salt in the wound. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh... <laughs> so uh, you guys take care of yourself because. <laughs> yeah, remember woo! those. Yeah. We want to really thank everybody for listening. Truly thank you. Yep. And follow all of our show notes and Find us on the socials, especially YouTube. We got some cool new stuff up. Yes, I know. Wicked Apple's really put some cool stuff out. They're putting out videos of us talking about this. So. You got to see us. I know. See it to believe Yo, it. Yo, check us out. We ain't no Jack Lope Tail, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcast. And join us next time as we question, is it real or is it a Jack Lope Tail? <laughs> A pass to the tight ends. <laughs> 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 <laughs>